Well, here it is, 2021, and we are going inside EMS, and we are so excited once again to bring you 50 weeks of Inside EMS, and along for the journey is my good friend Kelly Grayson, KG, 2021, you ready? Uh, well, no, not really. I'm still writing 2020 on my checks, and, and uh, well, actually, no, I'm not, because I don't use checks. <laughs> Who uses checks these days? But I'm still writing 2020 on, on paperwork, and uh, it turns out that, you know, 2021 is starting out at every bit the dumpster fire that 2020 was. It's like, hey, 2021's got to be better, right? And, and the baby New Year's like, hold my beer and watch this. Ah. <sighs> It has been Man. interesting. It is good, though. I mean, some of the things that have happened since we've been off is uh, people are getting their vaccines, and a lot of people are signing up for them. They're not vaccine. They're not giving vaccines to the amount of people that they thought they would. They wanted to reach 20 million vaccinations before the end of uh, 2020. Of course, that wasn't achieved. A lot of the people in EMS, though, Kelly, they're getting uh, inoculated. They're getting their vaccines. And mm-hmm. I think that's something to tip the hat about because, uh, you know, I think this is one of the ways that we're going to get out of this pandemic mess. And it seems that there's a different bounce in people's step because of this. Yeah. You know, I, I, I would hope so. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, the pipeline is, is slow enough that, that we haven't gotten any of our vaccines yet. And uh, we it's a day-to-day uh, update on that, but, um, you know, we can only give, we can only administer what they, what they supply. And right now there's, there's very little in the supply pipeline. So, uh, slowly, but surely, um, I would like to have mine before, you know, uh, uh, the fourth and fifth line, uh, workers. That would be nice. I can hear your sarcasm, but, uh, I'm sure, I mean, EMS providers, we need to be right up in there, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't have an EMS position. I am a paramedic still, but I don't have an EMS position. So I'm probably way down the line, but hopefully the EMS providers are getting taken care of. And a lot of them are jumping in, Kelly. I mean, are you hearing any negatives about people not wanting to take the vaccine from the field crews oh, that you're working yeah, with? Yeah, yeah, I, I am. And from people who should friggin' know better. Um, you know, honestly, they're, they're people that, that, uh, uh, unfortunately, the political argument is, has swayed people, and and uh, uh, there'll even people who should know better are seizing on on pseudo science and 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 incomplete understanding of the uh, of the medicine behind it uh, to um, express their skepticism or their unwillingness to take it. You know, I don't like how quick it was developed. You know, it. it you know, I take this thing; it might be might might make my babies born naked and with a hole in each end and <laughs> sort of thing. And it's just, um, this, the MRA, MRNA CRISPR technology is not a new thing. It is just now that we've started to, to apply it to vaccine technology, uh, because we had to, you know, so this is not, th- this technology is maturing. Um, and, and we're, uh, necessity required that we develop it as a uh, vaccine delivery vehicle, uh, but it was well capable of doing that, and, and it's not new. It's they, they know how to do this, and, and no shortcuts were taken. But man, making people convince you know convincing people of that uh, with all the the politically charged discussion on either side is is a chore. Uh, so I'm going to take mine, and if somebody else doesn't want to take theirs, uh, it's not my business, and I don't care is we'll see how it affects them. But I got to tell you, I know a lot of friends, as you do, that are in healthcare, that are in uh, working hospitals, working EMS, 
And I'm mm-hmm. not hearing that anybody's having any challenges. You know, a couple people I've heard have gotten fever. A couple people mm-hmm. I've heard have uh, felt some body ache. Uh, a lot of people talk about how their arm is sore, but how is that different from any other flu shot? And yeah. Uh, yeah. But for the most part, you know, people are having, um, they don't have anything really bad to say. And, you know, one of the things that we've got to think about is, you know, the somewhere along the line, Kelly, there has been a loss in trust of the government. Yes. And when we think about politics, and, and we do want to talk about a little bit, we, we try not to talk about politics, but we're going to change, uh, change that a little bit to kind of talk about, you know, the uh, incident at the Capitol. But when mm-hmm. we think about politics, there's been a great divide when it comes to left and right. Republican and Democrat. Mm. But what we should still believe in is the people who were doing the work. I mean, people at the FDA. I mean, these are people, people at the Justice Department. These are people who are career people that believe in what they're doing. And they're not going to put anything in harm's way for what they have to put their name on. And when we think about the FDA saying we approve this, to me, uh, that's very, very strong. And I yeah. believe in that, uh, you know, I believe in what they're telling me. And, uh, but I guess my question is, why have we fallen? Why have we fallen so far from the tree when it comes to trust in the departments of government, in your opinion? Uh, uh, well, I- any answer I would give would, would be of a political nature and I'm not going to do that. Uh, but, but, you know, I I think we're 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 living in a post truth society, man. Uh, and and facts no longer matter. Uh, and and what facts or whatever uh, uh, whatever purports to be, to be facts uh, you get from social media or or traditional media, and and it's heavily slanted. But if that's all you listen to, um, the the things that confirm your your biases. Uh, then, then you don't get to hear uh, an objective view, and we're no longer uh, we're losing the ability to think critically, uh, and to and we're our our BS filter uh, is either saturated or gone. Um, so people people tend to divide themselves into camps because uh, they don't trust anybody. Uh, there was an excellent uh, documentary on on uh, uh, Netflix or somewhere the other day about uh, about you know the rise of social media and how uh, the, the algorithms for what you see in your feed, um, take you deeper down that rabbit hole and, and, and off to one side of the center, uh, and, uh, and how that, that, uh, feeds this whole, uh, distrust and, and, and sort of thing. And, and, uh, pretty scary stuff. But, uh, the only thing I can tell is, uh, I, I would know to do is, is to, uh, uh, disconnect and try to, uh, rebuild the BS filter so you can spot a charlatan when you see one. Well, uh, yeah. I like the uh, I like the end. I think that exclamation point you put on there with that ick really kind of summed yeah. up everything as you said. That's right. But hey, I used I use charlatan, so that's that's tear one page off my my word of day dictionary, right? Actually, I wrote that down. I'm going to start using that in the sentence. <laughs> so we need to probably come up with a Kelly Grayson show word of the day. And uh, see if we could all use that in a sentence as we go along. So, you know, so, um, well, all right. I think we kind of beat that. You know, one of the things, Kelly, that happened in our time off was, you know, the events at the Capitol. 
and you know we're not here to pass judgment on that we're not here to say that it was politically we're not here to really kind of we have our opinions about it and mm-hmm. we will keep our opinions to ourselves. but i think one of the things that we want to talk about is what we're finding out is that a lot of the people who were involved at the capitol are now losing their jobs and they're now losing their reputation and now um, having some challenges when they get back home. And I think what I want to bring up for my EMS brethren out there is, you know, we have beliefs in the political environment that's going on, but where do we need to draw the line as professionals to say, we're not going to put ourselves in a position that everything that we've worked for in our career could be taken away from us because Kelly, you know, as well as I do, they had politicians there. They had firefighters there. They had EMTs there. They had members of the military there. And now these folks are being criticized. They're being, um, uh, penalized. They're losing their jobs. Now Mm -hmm. we're not here to point fingers to say it was right, wrong, or indifferent. Uh, the people that were there, you know, they're being, uh, addressed by the people that are paying their salaries. And we kind of had this conversation in the last show of the year where we talked about the New York City paramedic who was uh, outed for her, uh, um, you know, her side Only hustle. Fans, yeah. Exactly, right? So, but what I, I, I think what we want to bring up here and, and what I'm trying to get at with my uh, soapbox here is, you know, we have our beliefs politically and uh, whatever side of the of the aisle that we want to sit on I think is great, but we have to be able to ensure that we keep ourselves, keep Mm -hmm. our families, keep our livelihoods, keep our reputation. And sometimes, uh, even though protesting is uh, a right, peaceful protesting is a right, um, in this environment, is it something that we really need to get involved in? And, you know, I just want to stress caution to my EMS peers that are out there that say, um, hopefully things calm down in, in a few months. Um, but, uh, keep yourself and your reputation and your, and your job, your livelihood as, as, uh, positive as you can. I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm just trying to, just trying to give some concern, right? Yeah. You know, and, and you're right. Peaceful assembly and protest is a, a fundamental right under our constitution. Uh, rioting and acting like a hooligan and a thug is not. And, and, and we can certainly understand, uh, anger being a motivating factor. Uh, and, and anger has been a motivating factor on both sides of the divide, uh, be it the 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 uh, riots uh, uh, on on one side of the country, you know, and in in Minneapolis and 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 Portland and and other places uh, where people feel disenfranchised uh, on one side of the political spectrum, and now you're seeing the same thing from people who feel disenchanted disenfranchised and they're angry on the other side of the political spectrum. But, you know, anger is understandable. Um, Acting on it in that way is antithetical to our democracy. And, and regardless of how you feel about the, the outcome of, of an election or, or, or what injustice has been done upon your, your particular demographic, um, uh, acting out in that way is is antithetical to our ideals, uh, and I would hope that people could be better than that. But bottom line, don't do stupid things in public. Don't do stupid things in public. Don't you know? And and if you're going to do stupid things in public, uh, don't be photographed doing it. My 
God at the stupidity of some of the people doing this uh, and posing for selfies after they've broken into the Capitol building and 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 walking around, uh, obviously breaking the law, um, and and blithely don't care who who uh, sees them or or how they're identified, and now they're they're reaping the consequences of that. Um, that's well, I you know I want to I want to unfathomable. Yeah, I just want to give you a different spin, though. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think that there were people who knew what they were doing that crossed the line of legality, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to be as politically correct as I can. Yeah. Sometimes there are people who are caught up in the group that have no intention or group, don't understand. Exactly. Don't understand the magnitude of what they're doing. And they are guilty by association as well. So I, I think Earth to your point, exactly. I think to your point, there are people that that had an intent, uh, but I think that there are there are people out there as well that were going along with the group to realize what they did was um, uh, felonious. And um, but to your point is, um, you know, be peaceful, uh, mm -hmm. protest as you're right. Um, but the, don't cross a line where you may think that it could be, um, you know, against, you know, against the law. And I think that yeah. that's what we have to remember. You know, we get so passionate about politics. We get so passionate about our beliefs. And sometimes we allow our emotions to dictate our actions. I mean, this is the whole core component of being a good, uh, you know, having good emotional intelligence. And, you know, I think that I want to be able to bring this up. You know, Kelly, people will call us role models and people will call us mentors and, you know, people will will uh, applaud us for the work that we do and trying to keep people educated about what's going on in EMS. And I just felt yeah. that as we started this show and, you know, the, the uh, you know, the uh, federal um, uh, agencies are saying there could be more uh, challenges at each uh, state capital. I just thought, I just felt that it was our, um, I, I don't know. We, we, to, you know, just for the people that listen, if we didn't say anything, I think that, uh, I, I'd have felt bad about it, but I really just wanted yeah. to be able to say, you know, uh, don't allow yourself to get caught up in your passion that it could cross a line and hurt somebody. Uh, it could cross a line and kill somebody. It could cross a line and, uh, put you in legal jeopardy, um, you know, we just got to be a little bit, uh, stronger than that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we all should be better than that. Um, but I'm, I'm going to go back to, to something, uh, you frequently say, uh, in regards to the, the herd mentality and the group thinking, getting caught up in them, in them, uh, the passion of it all. Um, you have said time and time again on this podcast, don't let someone's, someone else's actions determine your own. Don't let someone else's attitude determine your attitude. Uh, and that's what happened here. You know, uh, the, they went along and I get it. You know, we're, we're social creatures and, and we tend to, uh, it, it's not, uh, uh it, it's a reality that, that most people tend to follow the herd. Uh, it takes moral courage uh, and sometimes physical courage to go uh, against the tide and, and to, to break with people with whom you, you share uh, a common outlook. Uh, but we expect our, our people in EMS uh, to be that way. 
you know, and I don't think it's unreasonable. We're, we're, you know, to be an EMS and, and to, to excel in this career, you have to be made of some pretty stern stuff, you know. Uh, you have to be able to be cold and analytical and, 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 and uh, um, calm uh, while at the same time um, showing compassion and, and empathy for our patients and, and, uh, and uh, understand the, the power of, of human touch as far as, as, as care. Um, as, as Martin Luther King would have said it, you know, uh, we have to combine the toughness of the serpent with the softness of the dove. Uh, a tough mind and a tender heart and EMS people in general do that. And that's what I would, I would suggest to our colleagues today it, when they're caught up in these political discussions and, and, and we're, you find yourself choosing sides, uh, sides don't fix things and sides don't help us. Uh, we, there's one side and that's the American side. Uh, regardless of how passionate you may hold a position, uh, there are people who hold an opposite position just as passionately. And it doesn't make them stupid. It doesn't make them evil. It just makes them think differently than you do. And, and we need to start remembering that, that, that uh, you know, there is no blueprint uh, that you have to follow to be uh, an American citizen. There is no blueprint that you have to follow to be a good paramedic. There's a set of general rules and guidelines. Uh, there's some some measurements and, and a cut list, but but uh, you know the the overall design is wonderfully varied. But but the end product should be pretty much the same. You know, good people, compassionate people, doing their best to help uh, their fellow man. Um, and that can come from the left side of the political spectrum. It can come from the right side of the political spectrum. Uh, you know, I'm on my soapbox now, but but damn it, we we we've spent years now uh, screaming at each other instead of talking to each other, and and the culmination of that uh, has uh, you know happened in the last week, and uh, hopefully there will be a reset where uh, calmer heads prevail and people step back and go, you know what, this this is not productive, and and this is not. Uh, this is beneath us and we need to find a better way. So that's what I would hope is that, that uh, EMS providers uh, in, in a similar situation, regardless of how passionately uh, their political beliefs, uh, that they, they allow calmer heads to prevail and they listen to the better angels of their nature and, and, and find a different way to voice their displeasure. There it is. Words of wisdom from Kelly Grayson, 2021. We're going to have another great year as we start year seven. And Kelly, I look forward to uh, 49 more great shows this year as we now uh, march on 2021 and bring the best entertainment, the best information, the best education we can possible mm -hmm. to the people who are listening out there. Everybody out there, I want to thank you for joining us on a great first, uh, on a great first show. And Kelly, it's time for you to do your thing. Yeah, you've heard what Chris thinks. I feel the same way. Um, I look forward to 2021, even though it hasn't started off well. Uh, it can only get better from here. And and take it from me. If I can put up with Chris Sebolero for seven years and he can put up with me, uh, you can find some common ground with a Democrat or Republican in your truck. So that's what we think, but we'd like to hear what you think. And we genuinely do want to hear what you think because talking about it is how we find some common ground. And if people aren't talking, they're more likely to be fighting. Thanks for tuning in to Inside EMS. We're going to catch you guys next week.
Hey, this is Rob Lawrence, host of the EMS One Stop Podcast. If you're listening on the SoundCloud, just hang on for one second because I'm coming along with the next episode of whatever my topic is this week. Bye for now.